Reading is dumb. I'm James. <laughs> Reading isn't dumb. Reading is fundamental. My name is Keen. Welcome back to Sissy That Pod. It's Canada's Drag Race time, episode six, seven. Where are we at now? Who even knows where we are anymore? <laughs> who knows? Who cares? You'll know. You the episode title will have the they right keep, one. <laughs> they keep kicking those drag queens up and kicking them out, <laughs> yeah. and we keep we lap them up. <laughs> we never say no. We lap those drag queens up every time they're on that damn stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone who I was lapping up this week was our guest Patty Smith. Great guest, reality star, winner, one of my favorite mm-hmm. TV shows of last year, The Circle. Victorious. Yes. Yeah. In the circle. So we ha- paled in comparison to my reality TV show contribution on first dates earlier this year. But look, but look, didn't bring it up because didn't want to, <laughs> didn't want to like, you know, have an unfavorable comparison. Can't have too much reality TV ego in one room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we won't uh, blather any further. Let's welcome to the podcast, Paddy Smith. Paddy, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. How have you been enjoying Drag Race Canada so far? Um, I'm not going to lie, I haven't been a massive fan. Mm-hmm. Purely because I sometimes feel like it's like you're drinking the cheap cola in the aisle when all we want <laughs> is the real Coca-Cola. Is it virgin cola. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even like sugar-free cola, we're talking like Lidl. Like you know. Max cola. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like your, your granny would have it, like a mineral. <laughs> yeah. A mineral. Yeah. A cola mineral. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, a cadet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that, I could be biased because... I just, I'm a really big fan of RuPaul and what he brings to the drag community and gay community. And I think it's unfortunate that three people have to take his spot. And I don't like the layout of how it's done in that, yeah. in that sense. So no, it's I would more about the, there, It's yeah. more about the judges rather yeah. than the actual people. Because I'm, I'm mixed on it in that I miss RuPaul, the, I, I miss drag RuPaul as a host. Yeah. But I don't necessarily miss kind of boy RuPaul in the walk And I do feel not having RuPaul on the show gives him a bit more freedom in how they do things and how they put things together. So like, we're probably getting a more interesting crop of contestants. I do understand. But in saying that, I'm going to be devil's advocate, <laughs> I think that... It's lo- it's lost like when um when Beverly Heights goes around or Jeffrey yeah, 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 it yeah. loses that prestige of like oh they're actually worried to disappoint yeah and they feel like they're talking to a mate there is yeah, a bit more of that true, yeah. yeah no it does feel a bit more like oh we're all mates together here yeah where it, they yeah. they lose that like prestige of like oh he's important and yeah. what he says he's they're trying to like they're trying he's trying to help them does that make sense. Mm. So you are a reality show winner, as I know, it stands. I know, uh, for, first of all, it prepared you so well for 2020 and <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> in isolation. So, yeah. But also, how do you think at this point, like three quarters of the way through, the queens are doing? Like, is I imagine it's fatiguing to constantly be yeah. strategizing and trying to do your best. Do you think, you know, is it something you experienced? It was yes, it is something I experienced, and you under the glare of a spotlight you really see certain aspects of your personality come to light that you don't even realise you had. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and I do feel sorry for them in that sense where you don't realise how much scrutiny you become under for a flippant comment that you wouldn't even mean it or you may become too emotional or people may think you're too nice or you're th- they think you're too bitchy or they think you're too, you know, whatever. Mm. There's always an opinion that everyone has yeah. and it can be really hard, even though the strongest person that you are in there, it can be really hard to kind of look at that in the glare of a spotlight. Yeah. No, I think it would be very difficult to kind of constantly keep your sustained energy you'd need without yeah. kind of like overthinking and yeah, getting into that kind of sense of... Yeah, it would be uh, very difficult. And the weird thing is as well, like the difference with RuPaul and with myself is like, even though I was interacting with people, my game was like a very game of isolation. Yeah. Like I really didn't have any interaction yeah. other than through a, through a screen. Yeah. So I can't read body language. I don't know who people, who I can trust. Sure. I can't see eye contact. Like, you know, there's different things when you're in a room with someone where you feed off their energy yeah. and you just don't have that there. Were you, were you in when Richard Madeley was in or did you, had you I, cooped just no, at I the had, end? I had come in when he left. Oh, so okay. I, I replaced him. 
I were playing Spirit Street. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to meet him afterwards? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. He wanted Georgina to win, so I don't think he was that happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think what, what you did was more like psychological torture, whereas what Drag Race seems to do is more like sweatshop torture. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's a similar maybe. isolation and cut off from the world. Like, what was the thing you, you missed the most? Um, what did I miss the most? Just actually being able to text my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and getting advice because you're always alone and you're thinking, God, am I making the right decision? Have I have I kind of picked the right people to go to the final with because it's so strategic. Mm. And even in a game like Drag Race, you don't realise the strategy behind yeah. it. And I'm sure they all well. have loads of friends who they normally like run costumes yeah, exactly. and looks by yeah. that they don't have now. And you don't have that Like that there. Jimbo who's like, I okay. make my... <laughs> yeah. One horse down over there, Jimbo. <laughs> but it does make you a stronger person. Yeah. And yeah. you come out of it kind of knowing I actually came out of it a better person yeah okay. um, and realising certain things I wanted to work on myself mm, yeah but it also taught me I was a very strong person and if I needed to I actually am quite strategic if I wanted yeah. and I didn't mm. realise that part of me until that was brought out does yeah. that make sense I didn't know that was a part that I could do but yeah. when you're backed against the wall it shows that like certain qualities that you didn't even realise yeah. you had are come to play mm. yeah yeah um, and I really really did it for showing people that just because you're disabled doesn't mean you're weak or vulnerable. Yeah. Um. And why can't you use what you've got? Like people use their looks to become models. I wanted to show that maybe why don't you use your disability in a positive way? Sure. Yeah. Some people look at it as ne- as a negative way because I used it to win, but I used it because I wanted to show people that it's not a bad thing to be disabled. Yeah. You know, you can get some things out of it and why do society always look at it as like oh god you, you're such a poor person oh absolutely disabled. it's it's so important to see positive representation of people because yeah. it, even even within the LGBTQ community it's important to see positive representation of LGBTQ people so that other people who are just coming out and yeah. coming to terms with it can look at that and be like oh I don't need to always be the like sad side character I don't always have to be you know like you can you, take centre stage yeah, and you exactly. can just be you can play the game as better or yeah as good as anyone else yeah and that's what I really was my message and I never hid from that and people loved me and hated me for it but whatever exactly. but RuPaul's all about using your vulnerabilities as your superpowers so I mean yeah. I think that's true exactly. just what you did okay let's get into this week's episode after last week the tensions were high Scarlett is you know she's getting more and more annoyed that she hasn't won she is a, a simmering pot at this point I do mm-hmm. feel sorry for her this week yeah, I think over the course of this, this week felt like the the sort of the the do you know that point in like a two week holiday with mates where it is kind of that day where you all just need to like fuck off your own directions yeah. and like do your own thing just to like get us some space. It feels like this group that this week was at that point where they yeah. needed that, but they obviously don't get that in this situation. No. But yeah, there was an awful lot of um, simmering tensions between a lot of them. There's I'm something not- about seven going to six. It just feels a lot more empty. Like you're mm-hmm. like, I'm at the end of the show now, do you know? You really become, um, when it gets to those like, small numbers, like it's anyone's game, you know? Yeah. And um, I would say on camera as well, like they can't probably speak to each other off camera that yeah. much because they want the drama to be authentic. Yeah. So everything that comes there is just a boiling pot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like with um, I, the blue hair. I'm sorry. I'm oh, Ilona. Terrible. Ilona. <laughs> yeah. I remember her friend. The, oh, the one that didn't with Scarlett. Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm terrible with names, but I have watched the show. Um, they're like, <laughs> please get him off. Uh, <laughs> but remember their fight? Yeah. On? It was yeah. just so nothingness. Exactly. Yeah. It was just kind of like, obviously people who were just like getting on each other's tits. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> a proper like airport argument you have. Being like, well, I want to go to Burger King. Well, I want to go to McDonald's. And you're like, you're, you know, you're just tired. <laughs> yeah. Anything they do just pisses you off. Yeah, exactly. You're like, like they get a word, you're like, why didn't you ask me that I want a word? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, and you're just looking, you're edging for it for someone to go. Yeah. So this week's maxi challenge was the Miss Loose Jaw pageant. Each of the queens had to take on a persona and play that character through the pageant. First time it's been done. Do you think it was a successful challenge? It was it the first time it had been done? Wasn't the first episode of season nine a pageant? Oh my god, I'm scarlet for you, King. <laughs> no, 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 the first, the very, like the, it was, the, it the was, oh my, it was a, it was a like a runway. 
It wasn't like an improv. No, you are, you are right. They had to make like a reference or whatever. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to give Someone them Someone has done their research. <laughs> wow. And they did say the show first no, no, time no. in Jack No, I know. They made, they, made such a big, they made such a big deal out of it. But the first episode of, of season nine was a pageant thing. Um, I was excited for this as a, as, a, as, a, as a challenge. I thought it was going to be quite fun. Um, but then I suppose it just leaned a bit too much more into like improv. Yeah. I thought it would be a mixture. That. Yeah. I thought these challenges sometimes I'm quite um, underwhelmed by because I think people try too hard and when people mm. try too hard they lose their authenticity to be funny. Yeah. Um, where I think and I think that's just the pressure of everything but I do think Lemon I'm a big Lemon yeah, spoiler absolutely. up Lemon yeah yes. <laughs> um, don't like Lemon in my lemonade but I'll have Lemon himself <laughs> but like it's very he was very very good. No um, yeah absolutely I I I think that for me, one of the issues with it was assigning them characters. Yeah. I wish that they just allowed them be themselves. Yeah, it, I suppose yeah. in the improv challenge they normally would get characters. I suppose, but um, I know what you mean. Like somewhere like Satch Game, they can just play to their strengths and it ends up being a better challenge. because they have that type of personality where they're able to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where um, Alona? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> got it yes <laughs> and then uh, like he just paid a petulant child yeah. it wasn't like it at all and what I don't what I think people take it too like when they say miserable they take it too conceptionable like yeah, exactly. they take that concept and they run with miserable exactly. See, I think Elona veered off target with her character because I mean. it was described as Eeyore so it should have been like Hey guys, you know I'm competing for this pageant. I'm sorry, I thought it was miserable. Um, it's miserable. Yeah, but yeah, but it was described as like uh, Eeyore, like the Winnie the Pooh character. Yeah. Remember, Rita didn't know what okay, it was. Okay, okay. And it was it should have been like downbeat and sad, Drab. and like you know who here has somebody that they love, and they're like, oh everybody, well I don't. Like you know that sort of like yeah, really sort of you forlorn. Kind of, you kind of feel sorry for them, and you're rooting for them. Yeah, rather than being exactly. Because like, yeah. the, the character she plays, you're like fuck off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you like, know? like a brat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it was me at me at five AM. Be like, Dad, pay for my taxi. <laughs> I have no money. He's like, I've given you a fifty euro. I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> no one likes that character. I don't even like that character. Uh, so yeah, Rita Bago was mismatched. Jimbo was misbehaving. Elona was miserable. Scarlet was misinformed, which I thought was a weird name because that one wasn't actually a pun. She was actually just informed. She wasn't misinformed. Uh, Priyanka was misfits, and Lemon was misdemeanor. Which again, misdemeanor. Uh, no, sorry, Priyanka. I think I Lemon got the was misfits. Priyanka, yeah, was misdemeanor, and Lemon was misfits. Lemon didn't actually have a fit though as her character. No, she but was just she was really still great. Good. She was still great. Yeah. Who else did you like? Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah, I like Jimbo. I thought Jimbo was really, really funny. Um, I thought it was like Jimbo and Lemon were the the two standouts. It, but it they're was... naturally good at acting challenges. You've seen yeah. it before. But that's because mm-hmm. it was the same in Snatch Game. They were the two who were just yeah. like. And yet again, we're seeing, because it was amazing when, so at the very beginning of the season, Priyanka looked unstoppable. It was like, well, yeah. this is the Priyanka show when everyone else has been invited. And, and like, really, she's shuffling herself down the deck the last couple of she's seasons. Too, she needs a taste of humble pie. I I think she's kind of getting it, and she's not she's not able to swallow it because she hasn't been able to like bounce back. Yeah, um, maybe. She's, go on. Maybe she's spitting. Does she spit or swallow? That's what we want to I'm know. Like, that's what Priyanka really wants. Priyanka is <laughs> listening to this podcast. Do you spit or swallow? <laughs> but no, I, like maybe like I think she needs another sewing challenge to kind of to give. She needs a sewing challenge to give us what she want, what we want. Mm. To quote Roxy Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think the more time, uh, the more I spend time with her on the show the more I realise well, all her time like all the things <laughs> I love are her out of drag yeah. I think that's her experience as a kids TV host coming across yeah absolutely and the more I she's think very about charismatic it, off yeah. when she's not in drag which yeah. is the weirdest thing because normally you're more charismatic when you're in drag yeah so, absolutely yeah. yeah it was weird I thought Scarlett did good in the uh, task as well I loved the bongo bit where she was like rubbing the rim pretending there were glasses I wish she had won this challenge I'm a lemon supporter but I wish she could have won this challenge I, think I, I, I don't know I didn't get her character Isn't, so much. No. I was. I didn't think she had a great character, but I but just the think that was funny. funny. Yeah. yeah, we all have funny bits. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rita didn't. <laughs> yeah, I Alona didn't. Yeah, maybe. No, okay, Alona maybe Alona didn't. Did. <laughs> no, Alona didn't. Off. <laughs> no, I, d- I definitely think Rita, like Rita's character, was pretty. Like, first of all, it w- like I didn't understand what the character was meant to be. So it was supposed to be this kind of like real, like I'm so full of love and light, and the world is amazing. But then she kind of played this kind of like you know insta influencer hashtag blessed my life, like real kind of false version or something. Yeah. But I also think sometimes these characters are loosely based and it's all just about 
at the beginning understanding what the character is and then re- veering it off into your own funny content. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right there. If only I could be a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, gift wrapping as a talent. I mean, like, you know, some people can gift wrap amazingly, but it's not something you do in a talent show. Uh, no, I'm very No, nice I'm much. horrendous. I get bags. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm not very talented at gift wrapping either. I mean, you know, I, I start off well, but I veer off. By the time you get to the second side of the box, it's, no. it's, it's you not know those stall, it. You know those stalls on Moore Street? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're my favorite ones. I always have great expectations from it. And then I, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, there's a lump there. And I use too much sellotape here, and it doesn't look great. Um, I th- the best talent was Lemon by far the miming I thought was great yeah that was very funny and I, like there there is a skill in that because it's funny because even in the talking head bit she was like oh you know like I want like a talent that looks like it's not a real talent and that like will be really funny but it's like well actually like what you were doing there like there was timing involved there was like performance involved there's spatial awareness to know you're not sticking your head out over the wall that you're putting your hands up against yeah actually. exactly and then to be able to do like the bit where you're walking off stage and do like like I, I really enjoyed that I thought it was the, the funniest yeah. uh, of, of the lot of them I liked Jimbo's weird sex noises though. And when he took the mic into his mouth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you find Tracy Melchor, your your favourite girlfriend? She's the Brock ally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand why she keeps being brought back. Like, is she that, like, is she iconic in, I don't know. I in don't Canada? Know. I found her quite annoying. She kept doing the little squirrel hands up to the mouth thing repeatedly. I thought she was annoying. Mm. And then, like, we have Michelle Burberry. Is that her name? Bradbury? Michelle Dewberry. Dewberry. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, the shoe. <laughs> like the shoe. <laughs> like, you had Michelle you had Michelle Dubarry there, who was, you know, drag queen. And then your man, Stefan Brogan, hardly said anything from Degrassi. Yeah. So it was kind of like... You know, you, you pitched for these people to be on a panel and they didn't really say much. Like, what did they bring to the table? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of like, sort of, you know, the, the Snatch Game judges. Mm. Where they're sort of like, they're not really there for anything. Well, don't say that out loud because Jeffrey was one of them all the time. <laughs> well, and, look what and, happened. So maybe maybe in a couple of years now, um, Michelle and Stefan will be hosting, like, I don't know, <laughs> D- Drag Race Newfoundland or something. Yeah. <laughs> Drag- I just miss Michelle Visage. Yeah, no, you would miss her energy on it. She's yeah. she's be, coming soon. She's coming soon. She's yeah. a guest judge I'm, soon. I don't think Jeffrey is as much of a bitch as he's putting across. I think he's coming across quite poorly uh, yeah. in the like weird version of himself he's displaying. Because even like the, he was it's doing just not the kind who of he is. I don't think no. Like I I found like I know that what he was doing and like he was doing kind of like a false. Like a fakey pageant judge bit. Yeah, that's fine. Challenge. I understood he was acting. Yeah. yeah, but it was it sort of like even that was sort of getting on my nerves because I'm just like so sick of him being real sneery on the runway. But that character overlapped so much with the character he is at the judging table, where he is being a, a bitchy, and you're like, yeah. are you being a fake version well, of the one the you're problem. already being, which is fake? Exactly. This is the problem. I don't care if he was like authentically bitchy and a bit like shady I mean sure look I'm a bit like that yeah. mm. but if it comes across like you are putting it on for the cameras that just makes it worse do you yeah. know what I mean like be who you are and if you are that nice Paula Abdul person people will like that anyway like, yes. and if you are a bit shady and if you are a bit like that people will like that anyway because they will warm to your realness of it that's exactly what it is it's that it doesn't like with, with Brooklyn and with um and with Stacey there's a real sense that this is just who they are and how they are whereas yeah. with him it feels like he hasn't quite no. figured out how to be natural in it yeah. I physically cringed when it was like no readings for dumb people no reading is fundamental like I know it's supposed it's like to you're be- not a contestant. Like, so can I just um like can I just correct you? You didn't cringe, you snorted. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> I am a snorter. <laughs> like, Cringing, I, make it a cooler. I, oh, oh, I cringe oh. and snort at the same time. <laughs> That's how the, the cringe got out of my body, like via my nostrils. <laughs> oh, it was just it was just bad. Like um but yeah, sure. Look, there we go. That's the the pageant. Uh, there was kind of workroom conversations before and after that. There was Elona had her two spirit moment, which I kind of thought I'd get more of. Yeah, I I fi- I figured that when that like so in the walkthrough bit when we had um like it was clear which they, who they were kind of setting up for the the tops and the bottoms. I felt yeah. um in it, and when we got that little bit, that little moment from Alona about it, I was like, oh, is this all we're gonna get? Like there was no real like explanation about what Two Spirit is, or mm. kind of like there was no kind of. I didn't even know about Two Spirit. Sorry, what happened for Two Spirit? <laughs> I'll, I'll let Keen oh. take over as the the spokesperson for Two Spirit. <laughs> 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 
Mr. LGBT Ireland over here. Sorry. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's like a native and Canadian, in this case, concept where you can have both a masculine, physical and feminine presence oh, in you. Oh, sorry, non-binary. Yeah, but it, but it it's it basically it is basically non-binary. But it's like before we started using the word non-binary, the like the Native Americans and Canadians would have used a similar term. So say you're your own spirit animal. That's yeah, kind of, kind of. Well, yeah, spirit animal is a similar thing. But this is like uh, if if each if each uh, indigenous person had a spirit. Okay. Some people have a two spirit, which is both masculine and feminine. So it's like wow. an old indigenous word for non-binary. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, um, something new. But I mean, yeah, where was Friday. that explanation from no, yeah, the horse's it. mouth? Um, sorry, I love no. you're not a horse. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and maybe it's very well known in um, in Canada where they have indigenous people. Like over here, we don't. And I think that would have been a, a good clarification mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. It would have been very refreshing to see someone speak about it so candidly yeah because you know I, mean? I felt awkward asking you what that was yeah okay. yeah and it was it was mentioned a couple of times by alona and by the even by the, the show and then like stacy says it on the on the on the runway and it's like mm. oh and it's like kind of if you haven't know if you i suppose it's kind of it's not even so much about kind of like whether you feel like awkward asking it's that a lot of people aren't going to bother going off to find out about it so putting yeah. it in the show where it's where you actually just watching it and the information is given to you just feels like a better way of educating people because mm-hmm. there'll be some people who will have heard of that will have heard that and then we'll go up and like be like oh I wonder what that is and they'll go and read about it but then the majority of people it'll just kind of float past them and they won't bother engaging and because it's kind of two words you know already you you kind of like as a sentence you might not pick it out as something you don't yeah. know do you yeah. Know yeah. so yeah so I kind of thought we'd get more of an explanation on what two spirit is and what it's meant for her and you know because I'm still not entirely sure as you heard from my yeah. explanation <laughs> um, yeah Rita had a bit about feeling pressure representing Quebec and then Brooke said the same yeah um, I don't know I, there was a disconnect for me she said she can't be herself because she feels pressure because she's a mother yeah but, if you're, mother, but yeah. if you're a mother then be a force be a yeah. formidable force mm. don't be a shrinking shrinking and, violet and also I mean and maybe and to be fair this does come across through through her just her persona is that she doesn't want to appear vulnerable and she wants to appear like she has it all together and it's like kind of she thinks that kind of being able to be seen to be that sort of like really like together competent confident drag queen is the best way to like show drag children or whatever people around you that this that you're that you have it all whereas actually showing that vulnerability and allowing yourself to be vulnerable is 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 a much better way of of kind of educating yeah. people people will say they don't really know who she is do yeah because there's no relatability there's I, no struggle people yeah. love the struggle and that's exactly how i feel towards her like i think she's a great drag queen but I don't, you know, turn one on my TV to see Rita Baggins. You're not, you're not going to be like clicking on that dragged up link to see a vi- yeah. Victoria's Secrets booked her to play here. Yeah. Like exactly. Here. <laughs> mean, like, I think she's. God, I'm gonna. This is shade, but I think she's slightly dry as dust. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Dry as dust. Oh, me, dry as dust. She, she okay. doesn't really have a personality for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, she's stunning. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when she's on the screen as a boy, or when she's talking, I'm like. God, give me something. You have no color. Do yeah, you mean in terms no. of like no. Uh, she had some. She's had some fun one-liners, but you have to go find them. Like I kind of like in this episode. Well, I don't want to find them. I want them to be fed. <laughs> I want no, them you're to be true. Fed and she me. should be showing them. Yeah. All right, but like when Scarlett and Alona were bickering, and she was like, "Excuse me, ladies, this is a Canadian version." Like, yeah, you know, that was funny. funny. But it's like you don't even see her say it. She says no. it kind of in the distance yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I no, just I, don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah, no, and I would agree. She's had some. She's had some good talking head moments as well, and her kind of like facial reactions are very like she's very French in the way she. <laughs> like that sort of reaction is, is good yeah. but you are right you you don't know who she is and she she's very clearly not letting like, she's holding back in. Something, yeah yeah you know? which is actually quite brooklyn heights on season 11 yeah yeah think about it yeah and she needs to she needs to, and, but like she, she at this stage in the competition i would say is the clear front runner based on yeah. like wins and performance. really i think lemon well, see, I think that if you like, if you, I suppose if you're looking at it based on like performance in the overall competition with like number of wins and sort of like placements and sort of the way the judges reacted, like she, her, I think like her and Jimbo, and I would say after this, definitely Lemon mm. are the, the three, the top three. Yeah. Yeah. And Rita, I'd say, would edge the two of those out just in terms of the fact that she's got three wins under her belt now. But do wins really matter in the sense in that way? I mean, they help you, but in. in Didn't help Gigi good. That is very true. I think, like, there is this concept. (laughs) I have to get as many wins. But, like, I never got a. I was never an influencer in the circle. Yeah. yeah. And I fucking won the show. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you never <laughs> know what will happen. I never... You need to write to Scarlett. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's how 
the game is played out. Yeah. I mean, obviously wins help. Like yeah, that. and but I think Scarlet is over-fixating. Um, yeah, she is, she, is, she is giving some of that B-D-E, big depression energy. <laughs> yeah. She's just annoyed. She feels like no one sees her. Yeah, but I think that, the, I think that that's the, maybe, the, maybe the biggest part about the wins and the performance of the, conversa- the, the competition is about in your own head. Because I'd say it's hard at this point when you get down to the top six not to be kind of doing the like mental arithmetic of like, well, where where am I standing mm. in this competition? And like, am I the only one who doesn't have a win? And does but that I was mean- Scarlet. I was Scarlet. <laughs> I was Scarlet. Just always safe, close and true. Never at the bottom, never at the top. I know how Scarlet feels, but like, you never know. Do you mean you yeah. have to keep playing your own game? But believe me, it is tough. And this scenario, was... Tim is Rita Bagger. That is yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tim, second Tim. <laughs> always better than me in every way. I thought he wasn't real. I thought he wasn't real. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't watched the circle, they'd be very lost. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "What is this? I thought it was a, I thought it was a drag, drag race." Um, um, but uh, I imagine I... that's the inner saboteur in Scarlet, feeling like if I don't win, I, I've done poorly. Do you yeah. know, rather than just appreciating that what she's, she's done, yeah. and I think that. Judges have been good, and they said to her last week, you know, well done, Scarlett. You've been doing great. We yeah. see you. That's what you need, no? Like, but all she just hears is. But it's also the yeah. other drag queens, like they don't see her as a threat. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think you're right with that. Yeah, I, and the reason why that is because, but also that's going to be her biggest strength because they'll never see her coming. Yeah, mm. do you know what I mean. Yeah, no, but I, I do think like the last two weeks actually. Now you say it. She's got like special men- like special mentions on the runway yeah. where she's kind of like yeah, had that fair. like you're you know you are doing really well and I suppose like in a way that could be really if you're the sort of person who's like positively disposed and thinking well that's really good it means that while I'm not actually getting the trip to Iceland I am you know winning mm. but instead I think she's just hearing like pip to the post again and then is letting that get more and more into her head because yeah. in a way she's kind of like she's kind of on she's on an upward trajectory mm. yeah in the competition but like not a trajectory is was too big it's like peaks and troughs but the peaks she's are like a, she's staying like second or third I yeah. think yeah. Like, repeatedly yeah. so she's not getting her moment and she wants she wants her, her moment she, she, does, she, wants a, she wants her moment uh, yeah. that is exactly yeah, yeah. it us <laughs> gays want our moment Give we do not <laughs> like when we're, when we're at a party we all, every gay needs their one moment and we're not happy if we, if we go home so you were absolutely right you're like unless I get that one big belly laugh in the room I might not have bothered yeah. even turning up why do I even come here yeah. nobody compliments yeah. me when I was wearing yeah. I'm just as funny as that gay yeah. I'm just as hot as that gay but no one sees me I paid for next a delivery for this romper people <laughs> I've just blown the mic yeah, sorry <laughs> one thing we love is our moment one thing we love is podcasts <laughs> oh yeah we do love we, podcasts we love a we? podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're lucky enough to be part of the Headstuff Podcasting Network which is the biggest and best in Ireland uh, and we want to make sure that you have access to all the best podcasts including our, our network sisters yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So have a listen to this little uh, little advert from Wallam Politics and then go and check them out after you've finished listening to us, maybe. When it comes to understanding political issues, I am a self-confessed toddler. That's why I've enlisted the help of Steve, my politically savvy drinking buddy, to help me better understand politics. Every couple of weeks, we get together and record on topics like what is the politics of language, what is Watergate, how the internet is killing democracy. We take these big issues and we break them down into silly little comedic bite-sized bits. If you like the sound of that, then search for What Am Politics in your podcast app of choice or find us here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Okay, welcome back to the show. It's time to hit the runway. The category is pageant perfection. And Alona Verley kicked us off. James, were you a fan? Um, yeah, though I have to say that when she got a critique about the hair looking like a mix between Dame Edna and George Washington, I was like, yeah, burn. That is exactly <laughs> right. Um, loved the sort of um, stoned sweater over <laughs> <laughs> Cardigan? <laughs> so good with your bird. It's more like your granny's curtain. Like a mesh. Like it's yeah. like a bedazzled yeah. mesh. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love her, her wearable doily. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she looked stunning. Uh, her face always looks great and I like that colour on her. I like how she sticks with her pastels. Um, but yeah, good. I, 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 I thought she looked great. Now, this is my little mo- chance to mention Ilona Verley's preview look. 
that I talk about all the time. So there's look in the preview, Paddy, of Alona Verley, and we haven't seen it yet. And I've been like, oh, well, Alona's not going home until we see that look. Well, Alona's gone home, and we still haven't seen the look. So either it was unaired, or it's happening in the finale, and I feel I'm the only one who cares. <laughs> What's this preview look? Uh, I can actually show it to you because I okay. screenshotted it out of passion. Out of passion? <laughs> of all the oh things God. to screenshot out of passion. So it, it's like a two spirit inspired look because it's quite indigenous. It's and she amazing. has like this feather and she puts. I really oh. like that. My, my, uh, my, my expectation slash anticipation would be that in the finale of this episode, like well, with All Stars 5, so, yeah. all of them will. Um, all of them will walk the runway again. But can I also say, if Madonna and Boy George had a love child, it would be alone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd say you need a, a rounder face to add. Madonna plus Boy George plus round face, and you've got yeah, it. Plus, <laughs> you've plus got the smiley it. round face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's something about if they had a love child. It's, oh. I, d- I do see Madonna around the Thank eyes, you. all right. Madonna and Boy George had a charmingly rotund child. Yeah. <laughs> rotund, what a word. Yeah. Well done, James. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. Serving dictionary. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Mr. Sweater over there. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bring himself out of that hole. Stone sweater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next then was Lemon with her John Bonet Shablamsey, as um, JCB said. JBC, JP Boy Chapman. Um, loved this Absolutely like it? loved it I loved Loved the dress Loved the shoes Loved the concept Love 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 mm-hmm. I'm all for Lemon though Oh me too I, I think that she She looked divine She was like a lemon meringue I mean I feel she should <laughs> Trademark that colour yellow Because I mean she has it In so many different things In like In that shirt she wears In the talking head She has a jacket And she has a few wigs Like it's it, She's really even with sort of minimal look, she's really getting her yeah. stamp on things, which is great. But even Alona being like, we're jealous of you. That's why. I remember they said that yeah. in the room. Yeah. But they are. That's why they go for her. I mean, even the to be such a smart bitch to think of a concept like that other that the others aren't going to think about mm. like child pageant yeah exactly. no, yeah to actually have like a yeah. to have a a clever way to interpret the runway and yeah. it sort of plays to your favor as well because she knows she's got feedback on her body not being great and she doesn't have the like greatest padding and stuff so yeah. she's like well I'll wear something where that doesn't where I can accept where that doesn't matter smart yeah. definitely yeah. Mm. so it was great up next then was Rita Baga there was an audible gasp from you when you saw it. I know I thought she looked beautiful but then when I was looking at it more it just really reminds you. Do you remember that episode, that 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 dress that like Jasmine Masters wore, when she was like, "I'm gonna walk out on this runway, and they're gonna be like, you 'You gonna go home? Because you got like, go. That dress is so amazing.' Yeah. It, it just sort of reminded me of that. Um, and I was like, "Oh, it had the same. It, well, it didn't have the same because it, we, she did get thrown home, but uh, it had the same sort of like, oh my god, that is like such a beautiful pageant gown.' And I thought mm. I liked her hair. I know that no, later it she gets it wasn't slicked enough. I, would, yes. I didn't like it. Like it, it's, it should it's, be it should be wet, slicked, like yeah. that nineties heroin chic. Yeah, no, I, wet, I agree. Slick. She she's having the same moment that India Farah had in All Stars Five, where yeah. like it probably was beautiful, slicked back, and then started drying in the like yeah, the, in the heat. I mean, lights. it is yeah. really hot. Yeah, and when um. Jimbo went for her with her hair. I couldn't believe it. I thought that was <laughs> the, one of the most iconic. Your hair is frazzled. We're like, do you ask for our opinion? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, if Rita <laughs> goes, are you open for us to comment? And he's like, yeah, of course. I can take all feedback. Well, I think you look old. Well, your hair is disgusting. And he, oh my God. Yeah, your hair is frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go directly into the bin. I think he said it at some point. Yeah. Do not pass go. Do not like, take and the state of Jimbo. Like, he looks ancient. Oh, here, look. That's, like, no I, ageism, but he didn't. He looked old when he tried to they looked he tried to make himself yeah, younger. No, yeah. no, there was there was there were there was many, many, many issues with, with uh Jimbo's runway presentation. Um Yeah, we'll get into that. But first, um it's Priyanka. Now, I was kinda on the fence with this. I liked it originally and then I thought, well it could be nicer, but that blue is great with No, it. awful. You didn't hate, like it hate, at all. Hate, hate, cheap. It looks cheap. It looks tacky. I expect so much more from her. Yeah. I think that she is underwhelmed this entire competition, and I, I, just, I just want her to like have an explosion of moment, and it's like the firework that never goes off. 
<laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna actually agree with you on that in that I yeah. I like the color on it I think obviously but I think that, like that her skin tone and that color is always going to look beautiful. Yeah. Um but I just feel like she turned it out amazing in the runways in like the earlier weeks. She looked spectacular and then when she even like th- like if you think back to say, the last time she was in the bottom and she was in that like gold dress for um Celine for Celine mm. it was like like the power was there was something with this and then even and like the denim look last week as well that was just kind of yeah, Meh. I don't. I think the slit was bad. I just don't think the slit is particularly pageanty. I think it probably should have been lower down, or at least not at all. Yeah. Um. So well, I disagree because with um the dress that we loved, what was his name? Why do I keep forgetting names? The dress that we oh yeah, Scarlet Bobo. For, oh, that was yeah. a sensual dress. Well, and that's true. And, and that and, had and, a slit. And had like a sexuality about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not saying that she needs to come out, but. Like getting rid of the slit, but it, there's a sensuality, a bit of demur. Which you, Scarlett's hugs her body a lot better than, than yeah. Priyanka's yeah, did. Yeah, no, understandable. No, I do, I do think as well, because like, there was a the, the, there was a cultural reference in what um in what Priyanka was doing, which is like back to her own heritage and the sari, mm. which is a much more modest culture, and therefore to have the slit may have found may have felt Absolutely. like may have felt True. like um unpl- like oddly placed. Mm. No, understandable. I want like I. Just don't like the dress. It's yeah. nothing about the heritage or anything. I just don't like the dress. I think it's cheap. I think it's tacky. Yeah, I I, I think that's. I think the uh, for me, I think the reason the slit stood out is because I wouldn't have expected to see it on something with a reference to like yeah, a, a, that's, that's that's, sorry, that yeah. makes yeah. that makes absolute sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And um, but I I don't know. Like I I also just am like I really really love Priyanka and I'm just waiting Same. for her to like get back uh, up to the level. I feel over she won't man. make the final now after this episode. No, I think I think she's th- gone the next two episodes. Yeah, I think so. I'd say I, that she'll make it next week, but. Possibly the week after she'll be gone. I feel like it's like Brittany. We're all willing her to get back, and she never does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, podcast went sad there for a second. Free Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Next oh up is Jimbo. Yeah. So, I, the first place I would start with this is there's two levels of ostrich feather, feather, feather around the the torso but one of them is exactly the same colour as the dress and it just makes it look like she has a belly um, rather than hugging her body I think that she looks like she's wearing a duvet cover um, I, I, the hair is horrible I didn't understand the like the crystal tears coming out of the ears that was the only bit I liked guys in one word it's disgusting yeah no it is it is actually disgusting it's, it's bad like, it's some, like something it's... I'd put together when I was five thinking I'd want to wear a dress and I get my mom's quilt my mom's quilt and put it around my body yes no it, that's exactly what it is it's, and it's kind of like if like a, when a five year old draws a princess yeah. dress yeah like that's what it is that's what it is and, and it makes you question Jimbo's taste level when he can't even take criticism on it no I didn't like that no, I no. don't like people that don't contact criticism. No. I mean, you learn from your criticisms. Yeah, you, do. you grow from your criticisms completely. And like Jimbo's gotten such like Jimbo's gotten amazing feedback on some things. And like it's like it's it's interesting to see someone who is obviously so good at what they do not be able to take criticism because y- you do, as you said, you grow from the criticism. And you, you you think in order to be like a really solid, great performer that you need to be able to be like, okay, this needs refining. Mm. And like, if you think back, say like to the, the hair look, the, um, the one with the kind of like, with the, like the orange neon-y kind of like wigs all going down the back, like, and and the bondage stuff, the big boobs. Like that was such a, like, and then even the, the Celine look are just so like, they're so high concept and so sort of like, like refined. And then you come to this and it, it like, it almost looks like kind of, the paper look she made a couple of weeks ago just kind of repurposed out of like the an old... The paper look was better than this. I agree, yeah. And that's bad. Yeah. And this weird feather boa that you got from like Smash Hits magazine. Yes. <laughs> no, it is. It's like as if she was she was like... like tie- you got it in a surprise bag. Yeah. It was like, it was like a, 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 a cleaner or like a maid went into a hotel room after a hen party had stayed yes. the night and just wrapped up all the stuff that they oh, were yeah. there. It's and, like, a 20 euro like costume job yeah. that, that feather boa. Yeah, right? no, it was... It was it was a it was a bad look and the makeup didn't look great either. She looked old. She no ageism, no shade. But she wanted to look younger, which she said t- in yeah. the room. Yeah. And she looked old. Yeah. With those weird teardrops hanging from her eyes. Here's a question. Would you want to meet Jimbo at a meet and greet? Mm. No. I'll tell you why. Do. Because he's funny, yeah, but 
he, there's a bit of anger with him that I wouldn't think he'd be fun to be around for a long time. He yeah. wouldn't exude energy. Like, yes. you know, I'd want to meet Lemon. I'd want to meet... Completely. Bri- Priyanka. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd even want... I'd even like to meet... I can't remember. Ilona. Ilona. <laughs> but they, I want to meet you, but I don't know what your name yeah, is. <laughs> they, they exude... I don't know like, The guy with the blue hair. Um, yeah. yeah. The, they exude energy, a presence. While I think Jimbo is very talented yeah. and he has a natural acting ability, I think he has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's sort of been knocked a lot. Yeah. yeah. And he has a quiet chip about how drag has gone for him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, I, I, um, I, I, I do. But I do that. think he's very talented. But yeah. I just wouldn't pay. But I, th- I think it's him. like if you say, I wouldn't be bothered paying for a meet and greet for Bianca Del Rio. I wouldn't, I like, I don't need, like, I would go to a Bianca Del Rio show, but I don't need to meet Bianca Del Rio. Whereas someone like Heidi and Closet or GGB, I'm much more like, oh, yeah, no, I'd like to. And I think it is about that kind of, like, off-camera personality piece. And that, that like, and that's kind of what Jimbo, the the idea that you, that, that, that Jimbo would be excited and be, like, full of energy yeah. to actually meet you. You'd be like, oh, they're obviously not going to be. I mean, I know none of them are, but some of them can fake well, it Vanji, Vanji. Yes. I mean, I mean, come on, he's not but that great. There's there's but... nobody, I like, I'm trying to think of a drag queen I'd like to meet less than Jimbo. I was, I mean, I was like, um, uh, like Milan. One, <laughs> one, one that kind of did well in their season that you wouldn't want to be. Cause, I mean, um, I think, I, I'm wondering, is this the clown coming through? Is this the, you know, somebody, like, drag queens are supposed to be like the life of the party, yeah. the centre stage. Jimbo isn't that. Jimbo's just a good artiste. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, let me think. I'm I'm struggling here. I'm like going back to, I mean, I was going to say Tyra, but then I remember that I actually did meet Tyra and Tyra was lovely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eureka Oh yeah Yeah I'd rather I also met Eureka, Eureka though, Just I, about Eure- I also met Eureka And Eureka I went to this terrible Drag convention over in Manchester And I met a load of the queens um, I would say that Eureka All, like, all, all, I was all there the big by, names I, Look at him He's like I was there by accident so I didn't pay <laughs> I thought this was a public toilet yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a glory hole. <laughs> I saw all the big names Tyra, Eureka <laughs> Milan What? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just thought that was interesting because I've kind of just whatever it was about this week's episode, I just really saw Jimbo in a different light. To be yeah. like, you're this like really creative introvert kind of person who has a real oh, dope, standoffish person. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thought that was interesting. Well, then I don't like judging people, and I think I'm biased because I've been on a reality show and I've been highly judged by the show. Mm. So it can be tough because you know they, they can be edited in a certain True. way. And look, uh, I and can, like, we change our opinion when they could have a bad day. Yeah, mean, like and and audience views on people are very fickle. Do you know yeah. What I mean? oh, yeah, and I'm the same. Jeez, I'm I'm in that audience. Yeah, and I'm the exact same. But yeah. when you're under the spotlight, you realize you change your opinions on people very quickly. Yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, definitely. No, completely. Next up, and fi- actually, finally of the runway was Scarlett Bobo. I loved everything about this except the little foldy thing coming out of her hip. I liked all of it. I thought it all looked great. And mm-hmm. I liked the like little kind of like wavy extra bit of fabric. I loved it. Yeah. And I think that she I'm I th- I'm I'm sad for her this week. I think she could have yeah. she should probably have got her moment. So if you if you were the only judge, you would have given it to Scarlett. Yeah. James? Um no, I think Lemon deserved it this week. I think she Lemon was better in the challenge and yeah. better on but the Scarlet like has 10%. been so consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Lemon knows she's great she knows yeah. everyone's coming for her I am I'm a sucker for the underdog yeah so I would just like to give her a bit of reassurance that she is doing something good yeah I hope that next week that we get like a bit of a Bobo comeback because I mean from what I've seen next week obviously is like the makeover challenge and mm. therefore there's going to be like it's going to be costume making which means my darling Lemon is going to be in the firing oh, line because she's, gosh, not she's not a seamstress but I like maybe she'll be able to come back then and kind of get that moment she deserves going into like the finale and it could be kind of like a like a Jada Essence Hall thing where it kind mm, of like, yeah. went through the competition a bit like middle of the road and then sort of finally just came L- like myself 
Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> that's it. She's she's getting the 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 <laughs> famous, the infamous Patty Smith, Patty Edith. Smith Edith. I don't think you're like infamous. I'm like <laughs> famous for the wrong reason. I'm like, oh god, shade. Um, we just need Richard Madeley to get out of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jimbo. <Yes. laughs> uh, what was I going to say? But I also think Brooklyn Heights said a great comment. He goes. She's been really good throughout the competition. She just hasn't been great. Yeah. Mm, and I think yeah. that's a really smart way of describing her. Like, you would never say she's bad. Yeah. There was uh, never a week where I'd be like, oh, God, terrible. Yeah, Scarlett wasn't great. Yeah. Are the Canadian judges more brutal than the American ones? Maybe they feel like they have to be to prove something. Because isn't there always this I, system? I don't know that. I don't believe that. I think they're. I don't know. I, I don't think they're more brutal than the. I think that the, maybe they behave a bit more like peers rather than judges, though. Like, the feedback mm. is a bit more kind of like, this is kind of, you know, like, Friends. try and fix it. Yeah, friendy, rather than kind of like, you know, we're sitting up here judging But I think it's because you. probably everyone in RuPaul's Drag Race have been, like, media trained and are so professional yeah. in their approach because they need to be so careful, where the three judges are a bit more raw. Yeah. I mean? But they just don't have that prestige of the other judges. Yeah. Like, you're not thinking oh I'm looking up to these people mm. do you know and I think as a judge you ha- there is a sense where you have to have at least one judge like Simon Cowell yeah. or like RuPaul or that you feel like you have to impress them yes exactly yeah. like you can have the down to earth judge you can have the nicey nicey judge you can have the but you need to have a judge where you feel you're kind of like you have to prove it to them or else mm. it's not worth it to them yeah, I'm and wondering that's is it, where it's missing. Is it in the edit that all the things that the Canadian judges would say, the Americans would say anyway, they just show less of it? I'm just thinking of Alona, for example, and and Brooke kind of was like, start, let's start at the feet and work your way up. And let me tell you everything I don't like it on the way up. And by the end of it, Alona looks so like forlorn. She's defeated. like, oh my god, like really defeated. Um. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, maybe they, we just see less. But of do it. you like, not do you not like that honesty? Or do you no, not, I do like the honesty, and I don't mind if they're brutal. In fact, yeah, I think feedback is important. Uh, but I'm just wondering, are they more brutal than the US ones? It just, I suppose, when, for Rita, when Brooke was like, I would have preferred a black earring, it kind of reminded me of the nitpicking of Michelle Visage towards Britta. Remember being mm-hmm. like, oh, if you were yes. to create that look, you should have had a had a smaller or a low in- no earring. And they're like, oh my God, that would have totally changed the look. Like, really pedantic points. Though maybe, like, I mean, p- perhaps we're just, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just we're not seeing that level of detail in the, mm. the, the US judging and that kind of, because they always talk about, like, you, you see sometimes in, like, the, in the like the untucked, untucked whatever you'll say like you'll hear some of the stuff that like feedback that was given by the judges and it does seem like they go in on those sort of details yeah and i suppose maybe we're just seeing more of it yeah i would say that the one thing that canada's drag race needs to take out of this though is they need better comedy writers to do the kind of like weird like the little kind one-liners. of like the one-liners out on the runway yeah god they're awful they're so bad and it's noticeably terrible and they don't make sense yeah they some don't. of the times that like weird thing that they said to Ilona I can't remember if remember what it was now but anyway it was just it's all over the place and it don't make sense I actually like that they're a bit more raw and honest I do actually like that I think that they just need to refine themselves and I don't yeah. like the aspect where the three of them have a card I'm like that doesn't make sense to me you yeah. wouldn't always be on the same mm. point of view if mm. those three had the same card we wouldn't always be on the same point of view they always seem to be the exact same it's like no yeah yeah it would be interesting I hope at the end of the season they released the, the actual votes so you can yeah. see if there was a point where like Stacey voted for one and then the other two vote like or and then it happens yeah but yeah. does the guest host get a vote as well no it's it's only the three because okay. then that way there's no yeah, there's you no can ties. have a tie yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant so that's pretty much it um, the winner is Lemon and then Alona and um, Priyanka have to lip sync to Hello by Ali X did the right lip sync win? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, so. sh- she killed it. She was so funny. So, I mean, so funny. And I was also hoping that Alona would bring something, but... Priyanka I mean, yeah, she had her lyrics tattooed on the arm. I, I was like, oh, this could be the end of Priyanka. But yeah, no. but Priyanka was just so... Her comedic timing yeah. was the kill for me. You know? mm. Yeah, no, it, and I think it was, like, I think that it just, it reminded you almost with her of, like, why she, why everyone was so, like, excited about her and so, were, like, so keen for her at the first couple of episodes. Mm. She really needs to find herself again, though, because... And I think they, they, when they point out her stature, that's so true. I think she's becoming a bit defeated and it's showing in those shoulders. Like, yeah. She's... she's 
making yourself smaller. Yeah. And I think that's a sign yeah. of insecurity. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm... I, I think definitely the right queen went and I, you could so even I. sort of you could even sort of see it in Alona's face as she was like bolting it backstage to be like right okay you know yeah. it was I don't think she was surprised yeah she it's like do you remember when Chi Chi Devane like was sort of like back in, in All Stars mm-hmm. 3 and they, and <coughs> was just like don't don't even pretend you're bringing me back into this competition <laughs> I'm done now <laughs> it's like kind of like I think she got to that point she's like right okay thanks cheers guys bye <laughs> yeah even like it's like if I stay I'm gonna be happy if I go I'm gonna be probably even happier <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get a little little kiki between Aliex and Alona at the end which was nice to see much more natural than something Wong meets Jerry Horner yeah <laughs> I can't believe I'm meeting a Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was actually really nice. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I believed it. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. No, it was... Um, I, I would say, overall, if we're doing, like, a kind of a, you know, a, a sort of a, a sum up, this was my least favourite episode of Drag Race Canada thus far. Wow, was that because I was here? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say least favourite episode of Sissy That Pod. This has been my most favourite episode of Sissy That Pod because someone bought a bottle of wine for me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Future guests, take note. <laughs> Easily bought with alcohol. Yeah, is that the first <laughs> gift we got? I mean, do we have to declare it for tax purposes? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. We didn't, we didn't pay for it, so we yeah. don't. It'll be my, it'll be my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel we've really got to the end of the series now. Do you know, we're drawn to an end. Yeah, we are. No, it's, it's been... But to be fair now, for us, you know, for us podcasterinos... Um, <laughs> technical term. Yeah, we've been we we all we're, we've all been on this journey. It's Fizzy Pod journey since March, yeah. and you know it's, we're 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 rounding out now down towards the like the bitter end of the season. And then there's a break of one week because then Drag Race Holland will start on the 18th of September. I, I mean, and I mean, with I mean, <laughs> lost for words, people. <laughs> it's speechless. She's speechless. Well, if you want to get the lowdown on all of Drag Race Holland, this Wednesday we'll be chatting to GJ and Marco, who are hosting a basic Sissy That Pod over in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. But they we have franchise bitches. Yeah. <laughs> like Drag Race itself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they know so much insider scoop mm-hmm. and tea on the show. The show is being filmed right now, and they have a lot of exclusive information. So, they really do. Uh, and some of the stuff that they have told us has now been announced since the episode. Um, but yeah, make sure you listen to it on Wednesday in the Sissy That Pod podcast feed. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sissy That Pod. You know, like, give write us a review, perhaps. I, d- I wouldn't say perhaps. I'd say do it, people. Do it, people. <laughs> do it, sheeple. Yeah. Do it, sheeple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a different podcast for a different yeah. day. Okay, we're getting delirious. Maybe it's cabin fever. I think it's the heat in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's cabin fever. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye. podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.